It's the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites, according to a recent Indeed survey. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at Indeed.com slash podcast. Just go to Indeed.com slash podcast right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash podcast. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire. You need Indeed. This is your invitation to the intersection of versatility and design. The kind of experience you can only find in a Lexus SUV. A feeling this empowering is invite only. Fortunately, you're invited. Experience the versatility of the complete line of Lexus SUVs and some of the best offers of the year on select models at the Invitation to Lexus sales event, now through April 1st. Experience amazing at your Lexus dealer. Kyle Krabs here, host of Locked On NFL Scouting. Join Joe Marino and me every day as we provide position-by-position analysis of the upcoming NFL Draft. Check out the Locked On NFL Scouting podcast with the Draft Dudes on YouTube or wherever you listen to your favorite podcasts. You are Locked On Panthers, your daily Carolina Panthers podcast. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. What's going on, friends? Welcome to another edition of the Locked On Panthers podcast presented by Pepsi Made for Football Watching. This football season, of course, has been different, but we've done a great job getting through it. And Pepsi has been there all the way, helping us get ready for game day no matter how we watch this season. Because Pepsi is the refreshment you need to power through any game day and become a member of the League of Football Watchers. Because Pepsi isn't made for those who play the game, it is made for those who watch it. Go to madeforfootballwatching.com to check out the latest football watching content from Pepsi. What's going on, friends? Billy Rossetti with you here on a Wednesday, just two days away from Christmas. So Merry Christmas Eve, Eve, everyone. It's crazy to think we are here. We're going to talk quick about... The fact that there was a not a lot of representation, or any for that matter, of the Panthers in the 2021 Pro Bowl. We'll talk quick about uh, Sunday's game and do a little bit of a previewing our foe a little bit, getting to know a little bit the Week 16 opponent, the Washington football team. But So let's jump into it. Uh, first, we'll kick things off with a little bit of quick injury news here for the Panthers heading into week 16 and that revol- or that revolves around star pass rusher Brian Burns who tweaked his knee a little bit during Saturday's loss against the Packers and it turned out the uh, he of course would undergo an MRI on that knee and now head coach Matt Rule does not sound optimistic that Brian Burns will be in the lineup for Sunday against Washington. However, on the the flip side of that, while he's not optimistic about Brian Burns playing on Sunday, he has started to sound more confident that Christian McCaffrey could return at some point, maybe even as early 
as this week. He said they'll have a better idea after Wednesday's practice on the status of Christian McCaffrey. I know there's been a lot of talk on shutting down Christian McCaffrey, and I personally have kind of felt that as well. I mean, this is a team that's sitting at 4-10. and You're paying a lot of money now to Christian McCaffrey. you still got a lot of years left on that contract that he just signed back in the summer. And so, it, with all the injuries he's had, I mean, he's had a hat trick of injuries so, so far this season. Is it really worth, you know, I, I get the competitiveness, and I know, obviously, Christian really wants to play, and Coach Rule really wants him to play. I obviously understand all that. But at, at this point, you're, you're starting to look ahead to, to 2021. And part of that is about... Uh, Getting getting everybody in line, right? You know why why put McCaffrey through that risk? You know you don't want to see him get more banged up and have a fourth injury to deal with or re-aggravate something that he's already had. I personally think it would not be a bad idea if the Panthers were to just shut down Christian McCaffrey for these final two games. But the team seems intent on getting him out there at least one more time in these final two weeks. So we'll see how he does a practice Wednesday, and we'll see if he's going to be ready to go for Sunday against Washington. So possibility McCaffrey returns, but again, it doesn't sound likely that Brian Burns will be out there. And Brian Burns kind of in the same boat too. You know, at this point, why, uh, you know, if he tweaked his knee a little bit, let him get the rest. There's only two games left in the season. You're looking at a top five pick. You're, you're, just looking to play out the season, I think, at this point in what's going to be two obviously pretty tough games against two playoff contenders now in Washington and New Orleans. So get these guys healthy, you know, start preparing for the offseason, start getting ready for 2021. But, you know, I don't make those decisions. So we'll see, we'll see what happens throughout the week. We talked, of course, too, at the... Uh, or tease a little bit at the top of the show, the fact that the Pro Bowl rosters came out in 2021, and or for 2021, and kind of surprising, but also kind of not surprising at the same time. The Carolina Panthers ended up with zero players on the Pro Bowl roster. Now, really, you there's probably only one player you could really argue had a resume for the Pro Bowl, and that, of course, was Brian Burns, the way he's been just playing just outstanding football all season long. But, you know, we know the Pro Bowl is partly a popularity contest, and a lot of, especially when it comes to fan voting, it's understandable that a lot of players, a lot of players from teams that, fans are going to know or have seen a lot of are going to have a better uh, likelihood of making the uh, the Pro Bowl roster. And so you you tend not to get teams with bad records, obviously, that make this roster. So it's a little surprising that a guy, the player of Brian Burns, didn't make it. But being on a 4-10 team probably hurt his chances a little bit or at least you know fans most fans probably weren't going to see burns much um part of that could be 
chalked up to the fact that the Panthers have only been seen nationally twice all season, and one of them was a Thursday night game. So, you know, maybe the whole world hasn't been introduced to Brian Burns yet. I don't know. Uh, the three DNs, of course, that did make the Pro Bowl roster, Cameron Jordan of the Saints, Brandon Graham of the Eagles, and Chase Young of the Washington football team. Now, you know, I could probably hear the arguments. Those are two players on teams with losing records, you know, especially the Eagles at 4-9-1. and one. But Graham has had a, a really strong season, and the Eagles have certainly been exposed to the national media a lot more this season than the Carolina Panthers. So probably the average fan is going to know Brandon Graham more at this point than they would know Brian Burns. So I just kind of chalk it up to that. So it's almost kind of a uh, a double-edged double-edged sword here. So unfortunately, no Pro Bowl uh, appearances for the Carolina Panthers, and of course, no chance at any Pro Bowl alternates because, of course, they're not going to have the Pro Bowl game at all because of COVID. So you're not going to see players dropping out or uh, injury replacements or Super Bowl replacements, things like that. The players that are on the roster are the players on the roster. Now, in a couple of weeks when we get to the AP voting and the Pro Football Writers voting, that could change. You know, we might see some Panthers. We might see Brian Burns in there and maybe even someone like uh, Taylor Moten, another guy that I've seen kind of argued could have made it, uh, but it ended up being David Bakhtiari of the Packers, Trent Williams of the 49ers, and Teron Armstead of the Saints. So, those are probably the two biggest uh, biggest names I've seen as far as snubs from the Panthers on the Pro Bowl roster. So, But it is what it is. That's what happens when it's fans and coaches and players all getting equal say in the voting. So that sometimes tends to happen. So should get more in tw- uh, for the 2022 Pro Bowl roster. We'll see when the time gets there. So we'll look ahead now to uh, to Week 16 a little bit in just a moment. But a couple of shout-outs first to our great sponsors here at the network before we get into that. First, our friends at Built Bar, the best-tasting protein bar ever. Like I said, guys, I've, I've had their product. It's incredible. The bar itself, it's perfect if you're working out. It's great if you just want it for a snack. And there are so many different flavors for you to choose from. So there's pretty much... Anything for, there's something for pretty much everybody when it comes to these Built Bar flavors, uh, including caramel brownie, cookies and cream, cherry barcia, lemon almond cheesecake, carrot cake, apple almond crisp, so many great flavors. And of course, these bars are covered in 100% chocolate and they are soft and easy to chew. They're great for the health conscious guy. You can lose or maintain weight while indulging in a delicious treat. And these are great if you're on a keto diet. Uh, but again, don't just take my word for it. Try it for yourselves or gift it to somebody you might know. It can make a great Christmas present. BuiltBar.com. Promo code locked on Get you 20% off your next order. So again, promo code locked on Get you 20% off at BuiltBar.com. And... If you want a little extra money to spend on those built bars or get some last minute Christmas shopping in, 
How about joining our friends over at BetOnline.ag? We're ready for the last couple weeks of football. College football just headed into bowl season. We've got some great matchups coming up. Two weeks left in the playoff or before the playoffs in the NFL, so a couple more chances this regular season to make some big money betting on football. And there's only one place that has you covered and one place that we trust, and that's betonline.ag. Sign up today for a free account at betonline.ag and use the promo code locked on for your 50% welcome bonus. Hey, we've got, obviously, if you want to bet on the Panthers, if you feel they've got a shot to take down the Washington football team, go ahead and check them out over there. In fact, it's a pretty close spread. It's almost a pick at this point. Carolina right now is only plus one and a half against Washington. So if you feel pretty good, it's a plus, uh, it's a minus 110 money line on the one and a half point spread for the Panthers. So... Give it a shot if you want to make a little bit of money. Uh, so don't sit on the sidelines anymore. Get in on the action. And remember to use the promo code Locked On to get a 50% welcome bonus with your first deposit. Bet online, your online sportsbook experts. So let's talk about the Washington football team and... Some of their numbers, things like that. Just a, a quick sense, of course, of who they are. Uh, for one, of course, we know Washington has been in the news the last couple days and not not in the way they want it to be. With, of course, uh, quarterback Dwayne Haskins. The social media posts, of course, flopping around that he was at a club following a uh, following one of the recent games. And, of course, being not having a mask, so which would be his second COVID violation. But the, Washington was still able to, they somehow worked out a deal with the NFL that's allowing Dwayne Haskins to be at practice. In fact, he's still taking first-team reps at practice. So, as of now, it looks like Dwayne Haskins is still the starter for the Washington football team, which is, you know... Take that how you will, how, you know, with what Haskins has been doing. But obviously this has been a, uh, you know, that's not the leadership you you want to see from a kid that's trying to still prove that he can be the franchise quarterback here. I mean, it was only last year when this franchise took him 15th overall and thought he would be the uh, the future of the franchise and now, of course, there's already questions as to his future. We know, of course, two of the, the mess that's going on with owner Dan Snyder. The report coming out that he, uh, they settled a sexual misconduct case for, what, $1.5 million, something like that, back in, I think it said 2009. So still a lot of mess following Dwayne ha- or following. Dan Snyder, and certainly a mess, obviously, following Dwayne Haskins with what, what he's been doing. But certainly, of course, one of the feel-good stories of the 2020 season has been the battle and ultimately beating of you know the type of cancer that head coach Ron Rivera had and being able to be with his team and coach all season long we know Ron Rivera's always been a fighter, and 
to see what he's pulled through this this football season and outside of football has been just tremendous tremendous to watch you know even as a former you know the former Panthers coach we're all still kind of following him obviously and really the entire league has been behind Ron Rivera it's been really great to watch Ron Rivera go through all this and beat all this and immediately turn Washington into a competitive football team once again so that's going to make this Sunday's game very exciting and you know, certainly a little emotional, I'm sure, as well. And like I said, next year should be just as emotional, if not more, because, again, as we know, Washington is set to travel to Carolina next season. That's that's already set in stone. So that's going to be Ron Rivera's first game in Carolina since leaving the Panthers. But we've got the game here in Washington getting ready and. Like we said, Washington has turned into a uh, a pretty decent team, especially on the defensive side of the ball. This is a this has become a fantastic defense. In fact, top five in top five in the league in uh, in terms of total defense, and kind of at the forefront of that defense has been really what's become one of the leaders of the defense on the inside, Jonathan Bostick, you know, guy that's kind of bounced around, you know, had an up and down career these first couple of years, but he settled in pretty nicely now in the middle of that Washington defense. And he's far and away the leading tackler on this team with 102 tackles. Second on the team is Cameron Curl with 77 total tackles, both of which have uh, two sacks as well. So a nice, nice duel in the back. But yeah, Boston or Jonathan Bostic has turned in a a pretty solid season. But certainly the most dangerous part I think of this Washington defense has been that defensive line, including of course the two young guys on the outside. Their last two, or I should say, well, their their two top picks from the last two years. One of them, of course, was in the second round. After, or no, I'm sorry, they did trade up for Montez Sweat. So their their two first-round picks in the last two years have really already become the two of the cornerstones of this defense. We're, of course, talking about Montez Sweat and Chase Young. Montez Sweat leading the way with seven sacks, Chase Young five and a half, and of course, we know Chase Young, as I said earlier, was selected to the Pro Bowl, one of only two rookies to make the Pro Bowl, the other being... Vikings wide receiver Justin Jefferson. Sweat, of course, uh, also has that interception that basically helped seal the victory for Washington a couple weeks ago against the Steelers. So, you know, this is a uh, this is a force to be reckoned with for years to come. I mean, Montez Sweat had a really good rookie season. And he looks just as good in his second season. And Chase Young, of course, has been as advertised in his rookie season. And then they've got two other players that also have at least five sacks. Ryan Kerrigan, the old Wiley vet there, 32 years old. He's got five and a half sacks. And Tim Settle with five sacks as well. So those have been kind of the the core guys in terms of uh, getting to the appeal 
getting to the opposing quarterback for the Washington football team. And, you know, certainly with the issues the Panthers have had at the left tackle position, be it injuries or inconsistent play, whatever the case may be, that's going to certainly put some pressure on this offense and Teddy Bridgewater. And, of course, coming off a week where they allowed three sacks against the Green Bay Packers, you almost expect that Teddy's going to hit the ground at least a couple of times in this one, whether it's Sweat, whether it's Young, whether it's you know Ryan Kerrigan. They've even got, of course, the two the two beefy guys in the middle of that defensive line as well in Jonathan Allen and Deron Payne. Jonathan Allen with 50 tackles this season, Deron Payne with 48. And, I mean, you, you look at this Washington D-line, I mean, like I said, it's not... Well, I said before, Sweat and Younger is the force to be reckoned with, but even inside, I mean, Sweat's 24, Chase Young is 21, Jonathan Allen is 25, Deron Payne is 23. And even Tim Settles, 23. I mean, that's a lot of... They have a lot of really good players on this defense that are 25 years of age or younger. And that's a... You know, obviously the Panthers are in, in the same... Kind of in the same position. But the Panthers don't have as many impact players, I don't think, right now as the Washington football team. You know, they've got a growing defensive line... But they certainly have not made the impact yet that the D-line of the Washington football team has. So this is going to be a really interesting game, I think, in the trenches. And speaking of the trenches, we flip over to the offensive side of the ball. Uh, Washington has a pretty good offensive line themselves. In fact, they also had a pro bowler as well on the offensive line. And Brandon Sheriff, and of course, former... Uh, former Washington football team player uh, Trent Williams, like we said, also made the the Pro Bowl as well. But you got Scherf along the uh, the offensive line, and like I said, overall they've got a, a a pretty good offensive line between Scherf, between uh Morgan Moses has been pretty solid at right tackle. But on the flip side, this is a Washington team that has allowed a, uh, a decent number of sacks. In fact, they've allowed 44 total sacks. Uh, Alex Smith has been sacked 19 times, Dwayne Haskins 18 times, and even in the couple of games that Kyle Allen started, he was sacked seven times in four games. So, you know, while they have a couple of good offensive linemen, this team certainly is not immune to allowing sacks as well. In fact, they've allowed more sacks than they've created. Uh, we just talked about all the D linemen there that have a, a decent number of sacks and they produced 40 sacks, which, you know, again, is pretty good, but they've allowed, like I said, 44. So, you know, there's still some opportunities there for Carolina to, to get to Dwayne Haskins and rattle him a little bit, especially with, you know, we know Dwayne Haskins hasn't been the, uh, the best of quarterbacks these last couple weeks. He does have uh, 1,285 yards and five touchdowns so far, but he's got five interceptions in six games so far and and five starts, completing about 63% of his passes. So, you know, 
you could tell the offense has been certainly different. It took a, a little bit of a step back when they had to go from Alex to Dwayne Haskins. So really going to be interesting what they come up with on Sunday. And like we said, what, what goes on throughout the week when it comes to, uh, to Dwayne Haskins with all the news going on. Uh, as far as their other weapons, we know that they've had a tremendous rookie season out of Antonio Gibson. Uh, 659 rushing yards, 11 rushing touchdowns, and 233 yards receiving on 32 catches. And then even Peyton Barber and J.D. McKissick have been getting in on the action, especially in recent weeks. Uh, Peyton Barber has 238 yards rushing and four touchdowns. And then J.D. McKissick, 350 yards rushing on 79 attempts, one touchdown. But he's also caught 67 passes for 482 yards and a touchdown. So he's really come on strong, you know, really, really broken through. You know, we kind of seen McKissick in bits and pieces over the years, especially from his time in Seattle. But he's really been getting a chance to showcase himself, especially in these last few weeks with Washington. And, I mean, 92 targets, like I said, 67 receptions, which is obviously, you know, pretty well for a uh, for a running back. So Washington can beat you in a number of different ways. They've got a couple of very dynamic running backs that they can mix and match. So the Panthers have to be have to be ready for a healthy dose of both Anthony Gibson and or Antonio Gibson and JD McKissick. If you're looking for the most comprehensive NFL draft coverage this offseason, look no further than the Locked On NFL Scouting Podcast. Join the draft dudes, Kyle Krabs and Joe Marino, as they go position by position through the NFL free agent class and into the star-studded crop of college stars who will be selected in the 2024 NFL Draft. If you want to know who your favorite NFL team should be adding to its roster, you need to check out Locked On NFL Scouting. Available on YouTube and wherever you get your podcasts. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network. Your team every day. And then, of course, on the outside, Terry McLaurin having a, uh, another tremendous uh, season. In just his second year, he's cracked 1,000 yards. He has 80 catches, 1,078 yards. He does only have three touchdowns, though, so he's been pretty quiet in that aspect. But like J.D. McKissick has broken out here in Washington, so too, after how many years of trying at the position with a couple different teams. But Logan Thomas has really... He's really been impressive the last couple of weeks. Uh, And so far now, he's at 62 catches on 91 targets. 570 yards, and in fact, he actually leads Washington with five touchdown receptions, interestingly enough. And remember, this was the guy, this was the former quarterback at Virginia Tech who got, uh, who was converted to a tight end when he came into the NFL when he was drafted in 2014 by the Arizona Cardinals and was out of the league for, for a couple of years, uh, you know, just kind of bounced around 
came back with Buffalo in 2017, played in 12 games, but only had seven catches. 2018 had 12 catches for 77 yards with the Bills. Then went to the Lions in 2019, 16 catches, 173 yards and a touchdown. Like I said, this is this has been the year for Logan Thomas, especially in the last couple of weeks. He had 98 yards and a touchdown on nine catches against Pittsburgh. And then, of course, he really broke out, had really a, a career game last week against the Seahawks. 13 catches, 101 yards. In fact, it was his fourth game this season with at least 60 yards receiving. And like I said, he has five touchdowns, which leads the team in that in that aspect. So really been a, another, you know, so Washington's really been full of fun stories, haven't they? The emergence of Logan Thomas, uh, the breakout of Antonio Gibson, and the breakout of J.D. McKissick. Uh, of course, Ron Rivera doing all he did. And, of course, we can't forget. He's not going to play this week. But we obviously can't forget the story of Alex Smith, who undoubtedly is going to win Comeback Player of the Year. You know, what Alex Smith did just to get back onto the field and then the way he played when he was on the field has just been incredible. So it's certainly a shame that Alex Smith isn't going to be able to play in this game. But it was a joy to be able to watch him in general uh, all season long. So, but again, it does sound like it'll be Dwayne Haskins. Really interesting to see what the offense is going to look like. And, of course, we know that this game got flexed into the 4.05 slot now. That was mainly because they wanted to keep Dallas-Philadelphia competitive, I think, as well. Because if this game was a 1 o'clock kickoff and Washington were to win, well, then all of a sudden Dallas-Philly means nothing because a Washington win would eliminate both Dallas and Philadelphia. So, but Washington would still know if they're in a position to win the NFC East on Sunday. That'll that'll happen if the Giants beat the Ravens. So, Panthers still have a chance to play a little bit of a spoiler here and uh, really shake up the uh, the NFC East standings here. So, but of course, you know, there's obviously some people out there that are still hoping the Panthers will lose their last two games for draft positioning, especially after the Bengals' big win on Monday night against the Steelers. Actually close the gap now. It's now actually only half a game separates the Panthers and the Bengals. So interestingly enough, if the Panthers lose on Sunday to Washington and the Bengals win on Sunday, which we have to say now is possible after their win over the Steelers, the Bengals play the Texans on Sunday, the Bengals win and the Pack Panthers lose on Sunday. That would mean the Panthers would move up to number three in the draft order, and then they'd really be in the driver's seat in the draft, or at least theoretically, you know, still assuming that the first two picks are going to be quarterbacks to the Jaguars and the Jets. So, a lot, lot in play here. A lot of interesting stuff to follow here. As again, it's. Just crazy to think we're here in week 16. So not much longer to go here in the regular season. Of course, not much longer this week till we get to Sunday's game. And not much to go here on today's episode. In fact, I think we're going to 
and call it quits there for the day. Appreciate you guys as always tuning in. Thanks as always for stopping by and spending a little bit of your day with me. I hope the rest of your day goes great. And hope to see you back here next time right here on the Locked On Panthers podcast. Until then, Billy Rossetti signing off. We'll see you soon, my friends. Take care. Hey, Prime members. You can listen to this Locked On podcast ad-free on Amazon Music. Download the Amazon Music app today. Is your team eliminated from the playoffs and in need of reinforcements? Maybe it's time for a rebuild, or maybe they're just a player or two away from taking home the Lombardi Trophy. Either way, join Keith Sanchez and Damian Parson for Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast. They'll tell you which college football stars your team will be taking in the 2024 NFL Draft. Check out Mock Draft Monday on the Locked On NFL Draft Podcast, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day.